are now tuning in to the Gift of Gab. Hello, everybody. Happy full moon energy. Hello, my divine beings. Thank y'all all for tuning in to the Gift of Gab. It's your host, your favorite, Bruja, the bougie Bruja. Happy full moon in Pisces. Y'all, we just had a full moon in Pisces Saturday. Um, I believe it started getting full around Friday the 13th. So that was exciting. We just had a new moon. Virgo new moon. Not to mention Virgo season. Happy birthday, Virgos. Okay, so we just had a new moon. We got a full moon going on just past. Um, you know, in Pisces. So I'm seeing and feeling a lot of harvesting and fertile grounds to plant new things, new ideas, and new growth. And I'm seeing a lot of spiritual work. I'm feeling a lot of spiritual work going on during this season. It's about to be, I feel like, the year 2020. It's really about to be like a whole bunch of new everything has is blooming. You know what I'm saying? Like so much blooming. It's going to be beautiful. So let's go ahead and get into this daily navigation assessment, y'all. So we just had a new moon, I mean a full moon. We just had a new moon's Virgo season. So Virgo, we know Virgo is an earth sign. And when we talk about tarot and tarot, when we think about earth signs, we think about pinnacles or coins. So, you know, when I think about Virgo season, I'm like, okay, so this is the time we got a new moon. This is the time to be getting it together with our businesses, with our health, with school, everything, our new ideas, um, everything prosperous, everything that is aligning us to who we're destined to be to as far as being successful, you know, uh, as far as making your living, you know what I'm saying? So I thought that was a very cool connection to let me know that this is definitely the time to be planting in some new things. Also harvesting. Um, this, I, I got a, a really good energy about harvesting. I feel like this is a great time to be, you know, getting ready for a harvest. It's the end of the year, you know what I'm saying? So time to basically gather um, the resources that you have around you, that you've accumulated for this whole year. Pay attention to the resources you have around you and get ready to use that so you can, um, you know, do what it is that you need to do that you're destined to do. So... That's what I've got from this full moon energy. I'm so ready, y'all. I'm so ready for this breakthrough that everybody's experiencing. I feel it. I see it. And I'm just so proud of us. I'm so proud of us. So proud of us. So, I want to pull a card from my oracle. And I'm just going to pull a card. Because I just want to see what, what energy we got. We got this full moon you know, transitioning out. So, let's see what card we can pull, what oracle, my dragon imperial oracle. And if y'all are following me on Facebook, the Bruji Bruja, you'll see I do, you know, um, readings for zodiac signs that I do live readings. So, definitely you'll be acquainted with my dragon imperial, imperial dragon oracle. So the card I pulled for us today, ooh, 
I have pulled the destroyer in my oracle, but in original tarot, it would be the tower. And I like this card. It's one of my favorites because I've I just it just speaks to me, speaks to me so easily, you know, it speaks to me so easily and so clearly. And from what I'm seeing, like, you know, things have to basically crumble just so we have to break things down. Oh, and this is just it goes with what I want to talk about today, y'all. <sighs> See, I'm having that moment. So I'm like, yes. Okay, so like basically with the destroyer here, basically, you know, things not always what it we think they are. Everything is not what it seems to be. And we have to break down these illusions and see things for what they really are so we can really and truly move forward. It's just getting the facts. Um I do want to read like what the Oracle deck has to say, but so like I said, in the original, original tarot, it will be the tower. The energy is movement from material to spiritual. Keyword meaning breakthrough. What did I just say? So it says unexpected events, catastrophe, catastrophes, and instability and setbacks all challenge our faith. We have relatively little control over external happenings but we have virtually full control over our inner self and it's the inner self that shapes our experiences before something new is created something old needs to be destroyed yes i felt that Ooh, i love that in order to know something at a deeper level we must first let go of what we think we already know beliefs can be self-limiting and in order to break free of them the walls of our reality need to come crashing down yes oh i felt that i hope y'all felt that too so because basically we have created oh and it's just everything we're about to talk about i'm not even gonna get into this oracle i'm gonna let that message resonate with y'all because y'all finna see how it i'm about to bring it up again anyhow but that's our daily navigation assessment it's gonna be like y'all gonna pull an oracle deck every now and then here and there hell every time basically and we're going to talk about what's going on in the stars, you know. I know before we had this full moon in Virgo, everybody was, you know, actually recovering from the retrograde. <laughs> we was quiet for a little bit. We didn't talk about nothing. We wasn't stunning no moon talk. We was going through a retrograde. We was like, ooh, wasn't nobody really trying to do no ritual. But they, they did the ritual because they had to because, you know, we did recognize the moon. But, ooh. When they retrograde, then we, I think it was like four or five going on. And like, and we still got some planets in retrograde, y'all. We still do. We still do. But, um, so don't, don't get distracted by this beautiful Friday the 13th full moon going on, you know. Don't get distracted. We do got some retrograde, so, you know, really be mindful of the people that's coming back from your past. Be mindful of that. Don't take everything at face value. Really, like you know, feel people, like, you know, this tower, has this tower energy look people beyond from what they're trying to, you know, convince you. We had a gift of discernment, you know, knowing who to fool with, knowing who not to fool with, fool with people the way, you know, as far as you should. 
You know, you got you got people that you can watch, let watch your children, but you can't trust them around your money. You see what I'm saying? You can they'll drive your car, but they can't be around your kids. So it's like, you know, those are not really great examples. But it's just like have people in their category. If you're going to have them around, have them in the category that they fit best. So they won't, you won't have no room for them to disappoint you. But that's a whole other conversation. A lot of people won't agree with that. Um... We're going to take a quick second so we can transition into our next segment, y'all. But I really, I'm really excited about how y'all about to see this tower energy, how it's really going to connect to this episode. Okay, topic of the day, which is <clears throat> shadow self. Shadow self, shadow self work, all of that. And when we're talking about the shadow self, basically we're reflecting on situations that surface, you know, during this full moon, during these retrogrades that we experience, um, during the new moon. Um, and basically you make, you, you know, you're basically identifying aspects of yourself, your emotions, how you feel, how you, your perceptions that you usually wouldn't have, you know, pay, that you wouldn't pay no mind. Basically, you are going to be looking at the good, the bad, the ugly, all about yourself. The stuff, the petty thoughts you have, all of that, like you have to accept them because it's a part of you. It's a part of who you are. It's about how you think because of experiences that you've had, traumas that you've had. Things happen, people that you met, people rub you the wrong way. And hell, now you have a petty thought and now you think this way about certain people that have the same type of trait or characteristic that the person that you previously met. That's just how we are as humans. We're not perfect. We're, we're spirits having a human experience. So therefore, we sometimes we take on these human characteristics and we don't know how to balance them. Because sometimes these um, human characteristics aren't too bad. But um, sometimes they can be very... We, we don't know how to have that strength and, um, you know tame the animal instinct type when we have those animal instincts when we don't know how to tame that animal within when we kind of don't think before we act when we um do things that we uh like to do rather than what we need to do so i, I could just go on and on and on but basically when we're doing this shadow work you're just digging deep within and acknowledging some thoughts about yourself that you don't like the thing about this about um, who we are that makes this so tough I feel like it's because we try to go back to who we were before some of these things happen like the traumas that we experience you know a lot of us have dealt with different traumas um, you know what I'm saying and experience them in different ways and you know a lot of people have had tough traumas you know so it's tough to deal with that this is something that we've gone through. And it's tough to acknowledge that this is something that we've gone through and it's shaping how we think and it's shaping our perception and how we look at people and how we look at everything around us. We don't acknowledge that. And so we create this illusion and now we have this illusion and now we think this is how it's supposed to, how we're supposed to see things. 
and we're not doing ourselves any justice. How can we move forward? How can we be successful when we're not even living in a real world? It's like almost like a fantasy because it's an illusion, you know, a mirage, really. Because um, eventually when you feel like you're getting closer and closer and closer and thinking this is it, this is it, this is it, it's going to keep slipping through your hands like blue, you know, it's not even going to be there for you to even get a chance to touch it. So that's why that tower card, I feel like it resonates so well because we have to break down the break the breakthrough. You're going to be broken down, period, because you're resisting change. You cannot continue to resist change. And these traumas, these things that we deal with, it brings change within our perception. It just brings a change. And we try to go back to the person we were before we experienced the things, and it doesn't work because it's hard. You can't do it because you already see things from this perspective now after what you experience. Um, I can go on about go on and on and on about that. And um it's just it has a lot to do with releasing and letting go. We um and forgiving. I feel like once we look at ourselves for you know, after the things that we've experienced and we look at ourselves and the things that we think, we can then show a little you know, some compassion for ourselves, some self love, uh forgiveness. If you feel like you, you know, you're blaming yourself for anything, well, okay, are you gonna keep blaming yourself, or are you gonna come to the point where you just like, okay, well, whether you feel like it's, whether it's your fault or whether you feel like it's your fault, can you forgive yourself at least? You still have to go through that part of healing and moving forward. How can you move forward without the healing? So you gotta forgive yourself, let go, and forgive yourself for whatever you are blaming yourself for. I feel like you can at least do yourself that much and forgive yourself forgiving is very part of letting go releasing and releasing is so important in this season of harvesting and planting like you can't plant anything new when you don't have any room and if you're holding all these burdens and these things like that that you are holding on to how you know how could you harvest like having a room to harvest anything else when you still have things from the last season where you you know what i'm saying like and then people don't understand the, the plants the seeds that they're planting that they that they are planting because i know you have to think of your seeds to be like you know grace and favor and you know your businesses and good intentions of you know how you want your life to be etc etc but we also plant bad seeds and we don't even realize it when we're constantly saying we're broke that's planting a seed you know when you were like I can't do it that's a seed you're planting and eventually you are going to harvest these seeds and you are never going to do it because you kept selling yourself and you never will be financially stable, emotionally stable because you kept saying you were broke. So you will continue to be broken. So these are, you know, and that's what I said, like you got to get rid. That's what we're letting go from that last season of harvesting off all those bad seeds. Let's let go of those bad seeds and let's plant these good seeds so we can harvest some good blooming you know some good things okay so that's that shadow self is basically that breakthrough that tower moment you have within where you get rid of this illusion that you created about yourself and you get down to the nitty-gritty of in truth things about yourself 
and you figure it out. Once we confront these things and let go of these fears and this self-sabotage and this false fears and things like that, we become that chariot energy when we have this mentality where we know anything we can face, we can we can get through it. Any obstacle, any challenge that comes, we all we have already overcome that obstacle. That that's the chariot mentality. Like I'm looking for the next obstacle. Like what's next? That's the chariot mentality because it's like not trying to manifest an obstacle, but I'm just saying you're prepared. You're prepared for whatever the shift is because there's gonna be times where you're gonna have to let go of some things because it's, it's, and let go of some people because they can't go with you to where you're going. Sometimes and it becomes because we're hard of letting because it's hard for us to let go, and I feel like that's the human characteristic that not like you know not being able to let go because it, it's hard for us. It's it becomes a challenge, it's an obstacle. It hurts more because we don't know how to let go and release things and, and know that we're getting something else better, even more greater, something more greater than the pain that you're feeling from letting this thing this item this person go is coming for you so I just feel like we really need to do a lot of digging deep under the the, the many layers we have of ourselves we need to learn some forgiveness some self compassion so we can spread some good wholesome love to everybody else because once you learn how to once, once you master that self love you know you can be able to genuinely show it to everybody else around you. And then when they receive it from you, and they're like, wow, somebody can love me for who I am? Well, I need to do that for myself. And guess what? Now we have a domino effect of self-love. So I feel like that's very important. But... That's our topic of the day, and I just love how it connects so well with our oracle we had in our DNA. So, I told y'all, I told y'all it was going to connect, I told y'all, and I'm so excited about this episode. So, I can't just talk about Virgo season without talking about how to manifest money and how to you know align yourself with the money so you know we got to get a little cash talk in there in this episode really want to talk about manifesting money that works for you because we're not it's it's about to be 2020 y'all if i ain't never seen an era where you can come up on your own business like no other like i feel like and i could be wrong but i feel like this is this is the time is now. It's Virgo season. Earth, coins, pentacles. I mean, I feel like it's time to manifest, not just trying to manifest money for material things, but we're trying to manifest some money that can work for you. I know y'all are tired of these nine to fives. And the, or in the, my overnight people, I know y'all tired. I know y'all want to go to bed with your family one time during the week. I know y'all ready for that. So I'm just saying, let's, let's, I mean, cause like we're, y'all, five years is going to go by from now and y'all going to be like, damn, five years already has passed. And during that five, five years, we could have been investing, manifesting, manifesting some money to invest by stocks, all of this 
getting some money that will shake, make some shake, real deal, make some shake for you. You see what I'm saying? Like in five years, you never know what could happen off of a small investment, off of buying things, buying little stocks here and there. Learning, reading books, reading books and going to seminars and learning how money, basically learning how money works for you. Getting of the rid, of, getting rid of your poor mentality, getting rid of this working for the money mentality. Never should you ever think you're working for money. You should always think money works for you. And that's how you're going to have this generational wealth. That's how we're breaking generational curses. That's how we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, we are trying to not only unlock these things for our children, but their children and their children's children. And so on. You're unlocking that doors for generations to come. Generational wealth. Money should work for you, period. But before we get in, before we even get into that, we need to understand the emotions of when it comes to aligning yourself with these things. We have to understand when we talk about things like abundance and prosperity. These are like emotions. Like, I'm a prosperous being. You see what I'm saying? I ain't searching for prosperity. I am prosperity. I am abundance. So we are, we have all of these elements. We don't even realize that. And we have to first understand that everything is mental. Now all is mine. Everything you see in your mind, you can see it in your hands. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It can work. It can work as long as, as soon as you get, y'all, I'm changing. I'm gonna change your life. I'm gonna change your life. Once I change your mind, I'm gonna change your pockets. And I can't wait to say thank you. But anyways, pay attention. I feel like when it's when it, when we're going when we're trying to get to this perception, get into this mind, this state of mind when it comes to feeling like abundance and feeling prosperous, we have to pay attention to the phrases we use on a daily basis. Remember when I told you about constantly saying, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke, and now eventually you are broken spiritually. You're never going to be stable emotionally. Stable emotionally. You're never going to be stable physically. You, never, you know what I'm saying? Everything's always going to be rocky because you're always saying, I'm broke. Your mind is powerful, which I don't understand. And usually when you repeat things over and over and over again, your mind hears it, hears it. Whether you realize it or not, your mind hears these things. And they program these things. And then eventually, it's what your, it's what, it's your perception. It's going to be, continue to be everything you see. Watch what you say about your finances. You know what I'm saying? Stop saying I am broke. First of all, you, you I am is one of the most powerful phrase, like you know phrases. I am when it comes to affirmations and saying affirmations. I am is very powerful. For you to even put that in front of the word broke is just crazy talk. Why would you do that? 
you now you really feel like, yeah, yeah, you are broke. Yeah, because you're saying I am. Like, oh my God, you're crazy for even saying broke behind I am. If anybody that knows the, the powerfulness behind, the power behind I am knows that they wouldn't dare say broke behind it. Let's start saying cuter stuff besides. Who wants people to know that they're broke anyway? Let's start saying cuter stuff like my transactions are pending. Because you know you're getting paid again. You know the money's coming back. And that's another thing. Stop being so hold on tight to your money. I understand saving. I'm not saying just go out there and spend, spend willy nilly. Um, but <clears throat> when you, if people need help, if people need help, you know what I'm saying? If you got it and you can help somebody out. If you don't mind, you know, I'm just saying, like, don't be so tight on your money. Don't hold on, clutch to it because it's like signaling to, signaling to the universe, like, you ain't gonna receive no more money. So now it's like, oh, okay, well, so she should get any more money because she's acting like she ain't getting them out. So now you, you really should be slowing your finances. It's gonna be hard to, you know, manifest any kind of coins, pinnacles. Because you said you're letting the universe know it's not possible for you to get anything else. If the birds and bees are gonna eat y'all, y'all y'all always eat too. One thing about it, period. So, like I said, the mind is powerful. Your body responds to how you think. When we say I can't afford it, you basically just letting your mind give up. But when you say, how can I afford it? You're asking a question. So you keep your mind is still working. You know what I'm saying? So you're still putting your mind to work. Your mind is still exercising. The more you exercise, the stronger your mind gets, the more money you can make. The more money you, you can manifest. You can, you know. So I just feel like when it comes to when you're on the spiritual path, and you're changing your perception of everything of how to align yourself to success and who you are truly destined to be, it's very important how or where we start. It's very important we do that shadow self work. Because we gotta get to the real you. And if you see here living in illusion, I mean you can't really create anything real. Okay, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Get the Gab. First and foremost, I just wanted to remind y'all that there's some white lady named Sarah running around here selling silk bonnets for $98. You know that bonnet that you can go to the um the hair store around the corner? That's about probably $3, $2, maybe 5 at the most. The most you'll probably have to pay $5 at Walmart. Yeah, Sarah's selling them for $98, y'all. $98. I, I know we talked about this a few months ago, but I wanted to remind y'all that she's out there. Columbusing again. They out here doing that shit for real. Last week, I seen somebody gentrify a bologna sandwich. I didn't know it could be done, but it was done. And I'm still appalled. I cannot believe that, you know... <laughs> What I can believe is 
your president, Trump, says he's the least racist person there is. I believe that. I believe Trump is the least racist. I really do. In fact, um, the most racist person I would think of would have been... Who would be the most racist white person? Probably those motherfuckers that came over there and was like, um, let's put these niggas in this in the boat and take them over here and make them work for nothing. That would probably be the most racist person to me. Yeah, so I would definitely think that Trump is the least. So what the fuck is a least racist white person? Isn't that a racist? What the fuck is the most? Why is there even a, 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 a st st word in front of racist we don't need least we don't need most in front of racist you either is or you ain't you're racist or you're not racist that's the point is that i'm trying to tell y'all your president said he's the least racist baby is you racist or you're not so basically he is because he's the least racist <sighs> and this is just, this is just what goes on around around here. This is just what goes on around here that people don't really be paying attention to what folks be saying. But, and this is y'all president. Y'all president. Um, I do want to ask did anybody get their equal facts? They $125 from equal facts. Did anybody get that yet? Because I'm still waiting on mine. Um, I don't think they're coming. I think I read an article that they said they can't pay him. So, if you're still waiting, don't wait. I'm sure if it does come, it'll be a time when you need it the most. But as far as holding your breath, I wouldn't. I would not hold your breath. I didn't even believe it when I was filling out the paperwork or the little thing online. But shit, it was worth the try. It was good to be hopeful to receive a little, uh, you know, a little free check. Yeah, the kids like that. Somebody said they could have gave us 125 points. Yeah, you really could have. Nah, tell niggas they gonna get some money and that that'll work there. But um, if anybody did get that 125 dollars back, let me know. I want to know. I, I really want feedback if anybody really did get that money. Because I'm like, I'm trying to see something like who I need to talk about. But I mean, it's good that I'm in a position in life where I don't have to look forward to that. But it would be nice, a little free 125. But here, yeah, 125 points would have been lovely. Okay. Lovely. And um, I think three years ago, I wouldn't have cared about the points. But as um, I have evolved into an adult at 25, I definitely would rather more than likely have wanted the points instead as well. <clears throat> I really do. I think I would rather want the points. But, um... Do let me know if y'all got that and if y'all, you know, if they came through for you. But yes, y'all, you got your least racist president and you got Sarah selling silk bonnets. You got the gentrifying bologna sandwiches. What's next? What's next? I just need to know 
what's next. And I understand, like, everything. The big lips, somebody done took that. Like, damn, who y'all just talking about us about that? Now y'all rocking it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I think a few years ago, I seen some woman take some dramatic-ass black and white pictures of, of her having, like, big, curly, nappy hair. And it was a wig, y'all. And it was, like, a black woman's curly. And it was, like, all the way down. It was, like, big and dramatic. And all the way down her back. And it was huge hair. And I was just like, and everybody's like, oh, my God, this is art. It's so beautiful. And I'm just like, what? When I wear my hair like this, when I when I did have hair, because I cut it out long. When I wear my hair like this, when anybody wears their hair like this, when it's wild and curly and bushy, it's, it's, you're intimidated. You are uncomfortable. You're not relaxed. Like Paul Moon is saying, when you hear relax, you make white folks relax. And that's just all I got to say about it. Oh, speaking of Paul Mooney, um, Dave Chappelle made a stand-up on Netflix. If you haven't checked it out, I think you should. Might make a lot of people, I, well, I know it made a lot of people uncomfortable. It's called Sticks and Stones, though, y'all. And it's Dave Chappelle. It's Dave Chappelle. If you grew up with Dave Chappelle, I just feel like at this point, are you really, you know, are you really, your feelings still hurt? And it's like he said, like he's normalizing, if he's joking about it, he's normalizing these things. So it's like, what is the real issue here? But I know everybody, I know, I know, I know. So I love Dave and I feel like, I feel like I, as long as he keeps, as long as he keeps making, um, little segments on Netflix I would gladly spend my little 10 dollars however that I'm boosted it up these days <sighs> like anybody else realize that they were paying too damn much for Netflix one time like what I have to look at this like Netflix $15 what did I order and I'm just like I, ain't even, I don't need all these damn screens like why am I on like the max Netflix <laughs> I understand, but anyways, I heard Netflix was trying like slick losing viewers and subscribers or whatever. So I feel like as long as Dave Chappelle is still in there, shit, they might come up. They might come up. But um, that's just my Akiki. This little, this a taste with you know how Akiki and Breeze gonna go, y'all. I want y'all to always send in emails. Tell me, tell me what's going on in Black Hollywood, like. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I need to know. I need to laugh. What is something else? We need to talk about these things. You know, it's funny. Some of this stuff is funny. Some of this stuff is ridiculous. Like Sarah, really, a $98 hair bonnet? They're like, sister, do you not know? They are $5 at the hair store. Less than $5. Really? Then they have different colors. Like, oh my God, sister. <sighs> Y'all, yeah, still taking back about that. But please email me. I'm going to leave you all my information to contact me. Let me know how you're feeling about the things that I said that I talked about. Please let me know because I want Akiki to, with Bree to be enjoyable. Yeah, we're going to tune in each every episode. Okay? Okay, so this segment, we're going to talk our shit. I just want to put it out there that y'all can email me, leave a message, email videos, whatever. Leave, contact me however. And, you know, I'm going to leave my info, but contact me however. Talking shit. Like, let me know what you want to talk shit on popular opinions. What's on your mind? What's on your chest? Let it be known. 
I don't have much to talk shit about today, but I do want to put it out there, y'all, that Netflix is making their own version of the Golden Girls, and I just feel like I just gave them so much props in my last and my other segments, and I was like, wow, really? Nominal, like, Golden Girls really, like, you just... You just don't know when to stop Netflix. Don't you? You going too far? I forgave you for those, for charging me for extra screens I really didn't ask for. But really, you want to sit here and make your own Golden Girls version Netflix series? So y'all, tell me what y'all think about that. I just think that's crazy. I think that's crazy that that, that Netflix wants to do that. And something else I want to touch. I want to touch on this topic as well. I feel like it's an issue. That with people who have an issue with fat people who don't care that they are fat, I understand the whole argument. Well, you know, um, you should care about yourself, and you know, I get that. I get that for real. But I feel like here's the thing: it's not that we don't care about our health. We don't care about what people think about our image, about our size. It's not. You know what I'm saying? When we, when we when we say we don't care that we're fat, we're not saying we don't care about our health. We're saying we don't care about our the fact that our size is an issue to other people. Because people be like, well, it's embarrassing, it's disgusting, yada, yada, yada. I get all of that. But who's embarrassed? If I'm not embarrassed, why are you embarrassed? You see what I'm saying? I understand the whole care about your health thing. But self-love is like the, you know, it's like your, it's a mind thing. So, you know, mind over matter type thing. So you got to get in your mind that you love yourself enough to want to make a difference in your health. And, and your, you know what I'm saying? And when you're making a difference in your health, then comes the changes as far as sizes, inches, you know, or whatever. So I just feel like there's no argument against, like, there's no argument for to justify why you are mad that fat people don't care that they're fat. Even if they don't care about their health, let them do that. I once heard that black people don't have to do nothing but stay black and die. And honestly, just let them, you know, shit, stay black and die. Don't, you ain't got to be mad that black people are fat. And if you are, I just feel like it's an issue with yourself. And it's not fair that you will project your feelings that way upon this person about their image. They didn't ask for you to follow that. Well, they already got internal issues they're dealing with because of how um, society has, what society has told them, how they should feel about themselves because of how they look. And now we got to deal with that with themselves. Why do we need you to be mad about me feeling this way? I'm already mad. That I'm, you know what I'm saying? I already been through that phase where I was mad at myself for how I looked. Now I love how I look. I love me. And you gonna be mad because I love me? I don't care about how society, what society told me how I should feel about myself. Fuck. But you understand. So I guess I did have something to talk shit about, but. Y'all, email me and let me know what we can talk shit about. Because I really want this segment to be popping. It will be popping. But I just feel like, yeah, as far as that, 
there's no argument that justifies why people are mad that the fat people don't care that they're fat. And that's what we mean when we say we don't care that we fat. We don't give a fuck about how we how y'all think we're supposed to feel. I can go on and on to let you know it don't matter how you think I should feel about how I look. Don't matter because I got to lay down with me at the end of the day. But y'all understand the point. And that's just that on that. y'all and I feel like the icebreaker for this segment we gotta talk about masturbating women we're not told that we need to masturbate nobody tells us to masturbate nobody encourages us well I'm telling you I'm encouraging you masturbate and I'm not just telling y'all this because I do me and my sister do have a sex toy line sensual silhouette look us up on Facebook we do have a sex toy line so if you do really want to get into masturbating we would definitely consult you on and coach you on, you know, the proper, you know, the beautiful properties and um, definitely the benefits of masturbating and these toys that we have to assist you. But that's just that on that. But I'm telling y'all, women, I'm telling you because as a woman that has never used a toy and that has never really masturbated, I masturbated when I was younger, maybe a few times in my life. But as a woman who, you know, has explored more of her body after sex, um, yeah, I've been missing out on masturbating. And honey, let me tell you, it's new to me, but ooh, it's true to me. It's true to me, baby. Let me tell you, it's a beautiful thing, y'all. You can manifest so much. You can manifest so much, set some beautiful, great intentions out there, make your mood better, put you in a better mood, great sleep after. It's so many benefits, and I want y'all to go and research about this and so it can resonate with you how it needs to. But it's so many benefits. And that, that leads me to sex magic. People don't know it's benefits to having sex with people if you do it the right way all these positions that you have when it comes to sex they're basically like yoga positions you know when you're doing yoga it's a form of meditating you know what I'm saying Um, sex y'all are focusing something until something grows basically to he, he or she bust you know hopefully He's a gentleman and allows you to get, go first. But um, you're focusing on something until something grows. You're focusing on, on to something as it grows. You know what I'm saying? When you get to that climax, that's when you see, that's when you visualize your intentions, what you want, what you've been focusing on. Focusing on. And if y'all are doing it together, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, the things you can create under the moon, my darling. I'm trying to tell y'all. When we get... That's why y'all got to keep tuning in to in these episodes because I can't give it all to you in one episode. You got to keep coming back. I got to keep, keep y'all coming back. Man, if you listen to me on 
at least come and listen just so you can listen to Scoop Cream. So you can learn about how to please your woman better. You know what I'm saying? And you really penetrate her mind. Let me teach you. But y'all, I don't know if y'all ready, not ready for this, but it's okay. Because my podcast, they're going to be here until y'all ready, baby. Until you're ready. But I want to leave y'all with peace and so many blessings. Thank y'all for tuning in to my podcast, The Gift Gaps. This is just the beginning. I can't wait until I change your lives. Keep listening to me. Keep listening. I'm going to change your life, and then I'm going to change your pockets. For real. Women, drink water, masturbate, mind your business. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, we got to stop gossiping. I know it's hard, and I know it's hard. But talking about each other is so not cute. And something, and I say it's hard because here's something I deal with too. Like, um, I'm so quick. I, I mean, I, I come from a judgmental environment. But it's so I'm so quick to judge. But I'm learning that I can't be that way. And I have a, I have a daughter, I have a son, and I have a kid. You know, so I'm just saying, women, the gossiping, we gotta, we gotta stop. And I know it makes good entertainment. And I know we've seen it from generation to generations. But I really appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. I hope y'all come back. Thank you for tuning in. The Gift of Gap. Um, my information, y'all, so y'all can hit me up. G-B-U-R-R-E-L-L-K-A-R-R-I-E-M at gmail.com. I'm definitely going to leave the stuff somewhere where you can see it because I know that was a lot but that's my email hit me up hit me up with what you want to talk about yes find me on Facebook the bougie bruja I'm on Twitter too just wait I'm gonna leave all the information y'all thank y'all peace and blessings